what did we just watch, Amy? We just watched a Marvel doubleheader over Woo. two days. We watched Black Widow and Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings. The Legend of the Ten Rings? The Legend of the Ten Rings. The Legend of the Ten Rings. Oops. Although the Legend of the Ten Rings wasn't actually that important. There were, the Ten Rings were, but the legend around them was mostly non-existent. Yeah, we don't really know what the legend is. No. Um, yeah, so we watched one on Saturday and one on Sunday. Yeah. Catching up on our Marvel films because if you don't watch all the Marvel films, you have no idea what's going on. You will be behind on. on the next one that you watch or the next Marvel TV yeah. show because Black Widow sets up Hawkeye the TV show. Yeah, we already it's watched a, Hawkeye. We already watched Hawkeye, so we survived. Yeah, we it was survived. better than Black Widow. There's <laughs> <laughs> my hot take. The end. The end. What the did end. you think of? We'll start with Black Widow. Black Widow. Um. I enjoyed it. Good. I had fun watching it. It was nice to see uh, more women mm-hmm. in a Marvel movie because there there were three of them. There, there were three of them, and then the whole like squadron of widows. Yeah. The the fighting. Um. I think that Yelena is an interesting character. She got me during Hawkeye. I thought. I thought. She was interesting. I thought she was more interesting than Natasha. Yeah, Natasha's, not, Natasha's pretty has boring. ever been. We don't really know too much about her personality and, and whatnot. Yeah. Still. Still. Still, after... And uh, uh, I guess spoilers, we should mention that. Oh, yes. These are, are just our first takes on watching the films. The first time we've talked about them. And yeah. we don't, we've done no research. Um... But to gonna... support these opinions, which could very well change within the hour oh, yeah. or day. Never, you know. never would surprise me if we changed so, my opinion. Uh, yeah, and we're going to spoil it. Yeah, so. and other related Marvel properties. So, right. if you if you don't keep up with them, then you get spoiled. You get you get spoiled. And we're allowed to talk about the ending of Endgame now. So, uh, I think so. I think that's that 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 limit has passed. Yeah. Um, Good. That. Um, oh, that was to get to the point that now uh, Natasha's dead. Right. And we got we finally got a movie about her. <laughs> it's a little confusing because it's not a prequel, but it takes place between Civil Captain War. America Civil War and Avengers Infinity War. War. Yeah. So, even though it came out after Endgame. Endgame. So yeah. It's a little if you're not in the Marvel universe, my mom was confused yeah. as to why. She's like, I thought, I thought Natasha was dead. <laughs> yeah, so we're, we're getting into the nitty gritty in, in Marvel where yeah. to follow things, you just you have to And it know. never, like, I, they sort of kind of mention, like, the Sokovia Accords... And like they give you that, they give you that rough information of like where we are in the well, timeline. Yeah, so that's how you know it's after Civil War. Yeah, she broke the Sokovia Accords and is on yeah. the run. Um, but it's also like because they killed off Natasha Romanoff in Endgame, they can't really have this story be anything particularly impactful. Yeah, because they've already written... Like, they've written the rest her, of her it. Her arc is over. Yeah. 
And so, and that's, I mean, that's generally a problem with prequels, which movies that take place Mm -hmm. is like, well, you know how it's going to end already. Um, And so you get like this bonding and she reconnects with her found family and we meet Florence. Well, really her found family is the Avengers. Well, her first found family, I guess. Well, it's not really found when she was placed with a... Okay, her two, placed family. Two, two spies <laughs> and, a, and a fake sister. Yeah. Because the basic storyline is so Natasha's background. Um, she's been trained from a youth as a super spy yeah. in Russia. And for a period of, in her young life, she lived in Ohio as part of a cover Russian spy family. Mm-hmm. And then... They get made, and they have to leave, and then she gets put back in the, the spy, super spy school, spy school. that's uh, abusive and bad. Yeah. Um, Which is mostly stuff we knew from earlier movies with Black Widow in them. We, we knew she was in the super spy school that was very abusive yeah. and, and bad. We didn't know about this, this we, family she lived with for a number for of years. three years. Um so that was that was new, and then she she's on the run after breaking the Sokovia Accords, and gets accidentally kind of reunited with the the woman who was her sister mm-hmm. when they lived in Ohio, and they go on an adventure. Yep. To stop the spy school. Yeah. Because uh, now the spy school is not just psychologically conditioning. It's mind controlling them. It's mind controlling them with chemicals. So they yeah. have to put a stop Although, to that. It's also kind of funny to me that like Natasha had to be like, I already destroyed the spy school. No, you didn't. So like, this is literally the only story we've ever had for her. Is like, she broke out and then destroyed it. And then she has to do it again. <laughs> Like, there's she no really destroy it. other anything. Like, we get some depth to it, and we see this, like, backstory in Ohio, but there's so very little they can come up to do with her. Like, we we see, I I have apparently kind of strong opinions about how badly written she is as a character. Yeah. We- um... We've gone through all of these films and don't have a good yeah. idea of personality. Well, and like, there's one scene at the beginning of the first Avengers movie, which is not the first time we see her, because she first showed up in Iron Man 2, which is how long she's not had a movie about her. Um, but she she shows up and she's like tied to a chair and some Russians are beating her up or something, and she gets the call, like, oh, you've got to go do an Avenge. And she's like, okay, just a second. I'm right. I've got them right where I wanted. And all of the people beating her up are like, what? And then she fights and breaks out. And like that was the most interesting moment of of Natasha Romanoff's entire arc. Ten years ago, mm-hmm. it feels like, um, and nothing has ever matched that. We don't really see her being a spy very often, infiltrating or things like she she. She poses. I did like that. <laughs> I, I like that Yelena points out that she has funny... She does funny she, poses. Very specific poses or she flips her hair back. Yeah. Um, which She's is a not poser. a useful... 
for yeah, a fight. Good, good running joke. I appreciated yeah. that. That's one of the things I like about Yelena. She has a sense of humor. Yeah, a personality and a personality. <laughs> Imagine yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I I agree mostly. Okay, I was like, yeah, those are these are all fine things. It's a fine movie. They they had a um, an in story reason for the supervillain to be exactly like the main character. <laughs> well, they always have an in story reason. Well, for I know, it, but in this but... case, it's not like, oh, this is why you're exactly like it. Like, literally, her superpower is the Taskmaster superpower is she mimics your fighting style. It was yeah. Yeah, it was like the ultimate in the Marvel, Marvel villain. It's just a copy of the hero. Yeah. Really bad. Which we can talk about Shang Chi in a minute, too. <laughs> yeah, Marvel has a formula. Yeah. Uh, this and, uh, yeah, so the villain, besides the general that runs the spy school. Yeah. Um, but he doesn't get fight scenes so no. it's the marvel villain with fight scenes the fight scenes can be a little boring because it's just the the opposite they're the, they're the same fighters yeah they're not doing anything well i learned differently interestingly because we still haven't seen the eternals and i'm not in any particular rush to do so but we have to i know i don't prize like that the marvel but i have to universe um I saw an interview with the director of the Eternals because Marvel does this ridiculous thing. I think it's ridiculous where they hire a visionary creative director and then strap them into the Marvel formula like a factory. Um, and the director who won second woman ever to win best director for Nomadland, which I haven't seen, but is a small weird indie movie about intentionally homeless people traveling mm -hmm. the country mm -hmm. interesting but she was talking in an interview about how oh yeah like i don't know how to direct a fight scene or do any of that they have a whole department at marvel that just does all of those for you and they do all the previs and you basically come in and sign off and then you just have to handle the things that aren't that and it was just further reinforcement of like there is no creativity <laughs> no and there's no storytelling in the fights yeah this is the it's just same. we have to have a fight that's why we didn't think we could do a whole podcast on black widow because it's yeah. just rehashing it's just the same movie the same things that again um yes. in every florence Pugh was very nice i enjoyed her character as yelena i enjoyed her on hawkeye yeah. spoilers for hawkeye um and maybe they'll make a Black Widow 2 and she'll be in it and interesting. Or she could appear in future Marvel, Marvel movies yeah. or TV shows. That there is no limit anymore. Nope. Just. Um, which, like, considering that they also had the stinger of Julia Louis-Dreyfus? Louis-Dreyfus. Louis and Louise. Anyways, she was her name was Valentina. She was in um, briefly in Falcon and Winter Soldier slash Captain America and Winter Soldier yeah. TV um, show. Yeah, as 
a person collecting superheroes. Yeah. A little shady. Yeah. Um, she shows up at the end. And, Black Widow. And if Black you Widow don't know who she is, and I think chronologically, because originally Black Widow was supposed to be the start of Phase 4, so I think you weren't supposed to know who she was yet. Because it was supposed to be Black Widow and maybe Shang-Chi and then some of the Marvel shows. Mm-hmm. We've been getting them in the wrong order because of the Panini. Mm-hmm. Um, but that just reminded me, and the Shang-Chi stinger like, further reinforced that even the stingers feel... Formulaic. Formulaic and perfunctory, and it's we're just, we've got to set up the next thing. Yep. We can't have any personality or interesting things. We just... Uh... Gotta set it up. Like, like just as going on a different tangent, we just watched the first episode of Peacemaker uh, on um, HBO Max. Was it a DC? First two, I think we, we did watch yeah. the first two yeah. episodes. And it's a DC comic book character thing. Yeah. Whatever. But the stinger to the first episode was just like a repeat of a scene that had taken yeah. place earlier, an extension of it. That was just silly. Yeah. It, it was, was just like, silly. that's what stingers are for in my opinion. Yeah. It's just like a goofy moment. It didn't add to, like, it's not setting up the next episode or <laughs> no. anything in the mythology. It was just a joke. It was just something goofy. Yeah. And I think that is in no small part due to the fact that Peacemaker, along with the Suicide Squad before it, are both, like, actually feel like they are written and directed by James Gunn. Mm-hmm. Um, in a way that even, I think, Guardians of the Galaxy 1 and 2 didn't. Because they got to fit in that Marvel. Because they got to fit in that Marvel. Um, I think James Gunn has done one of the better jobs of avoiding that. Or, or pushing back against it, or working within it. I don't know. Well, yeah, because Guardians are some of the better Marvel yeah. movies. Yeah, I think Guardians 1 or 2 are both really good. Um... I mean, I put him up there with Black Panther, which is great until the third act. Um, I still think the first Avengers works really well yeah. as a movie. Um, but yeah, the singers just... I, I was thinking about it in particular with Shang-Chi because I thought Shang-Chi had a fantastic final scene. You had... This sort of mirror bookend of Sean and Katie, Katie in the bar with their couple friends, and they're describing this. They're bo- co-telling a story. Yeah, yeah. Like, this funny thing happened. Yeah, and it's great, and it's it again. It mirrors very well what happened earlier in the movie, and they're like, they don't believe it. The friends don't like. You're just you're making fun of me. Stop it. And then Wong shows up, and he's like, "I need you to come with me through my magic portal." And like cut, and it's silly, and, and it's it's a little silly, you know but it, you know it's going to be something. It, they're setting something yeah. up because it's we know who Wong is. Yeah. He's from Doctor Strange, and that's great, and that's a, and that is just enough of a teaser for what's going to happen that also feels like a really good button to the structure of the movie. And then we get the fancy credits, the first credit sequence. And we get the continuation of that scene, which is Wong and... They're in their library. I don't... I don't the, know. It's like an archive that Doctor Strange and Wong yeah. live in. They're there. Doctor Strange isn't there because we couldn't afford Benedict Cumberbatch for this guest spot. 
But Wong's there, and Sean and Katie are there, and then, of course, also Brie Larson Mark and Mark Ruffalo show up, and it's like this whole scripted dialogue scene, and everyone's got a character moment. And, and they're clearly setting something up for... And it's so lifeless. Like, it's just... Like, we couldn't even get Brie Larson and Mark Ruffalo in the same room. We had to hologram them in because they showed up for one day on a set. And it just, I, it, it ruined a good ending. It was, a, yeah, it was a good ending. And then you get through all the credits and there's a second There's stinger, a second stinger. Which is also just setting a different part yeah. of the same story up. Yeah. Basically. Nothing, nothing that would have surprised me or furthered any interest. If it's like the last thing you see is like the ten rings will return, and I turned to Kevin, and I was like, "Well, duh, yeah, of course, <laughs> of course it's gonna return." <laughs> if you had said Marvel, no, we're stopping here, that would have surprised me. <laughs> um, so, what did you think of the rest of Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings? I... I thought that maybe it was the best Marvel movie since Black Panther. I'm putting Guardians in a separate category. Yeah, well, I think Guardians that, 2 came after Black Panther. Yeah, I couldn't remember. Or it came before. Whether, I think it was before. Because Guardians is kind yeah. of superhero-y, but I'm, yeah. I'm talking about the straight... Superhero. So one superhero yeah. coming of age Although we haven't had any story. of those in a while. <laughs> I mean, even Thor Ragnarok had the Hulk in it for oh, most Ragnarok of it. Ragnarok was good. Yeah, Ragnarok that, was, that was real good, really too. Good. Like, Ragnarok, Black Panther, Ragnarok. Guardians are sort of the, again, yeah. the one director who can, like, bring some of himself to the story and make it interesting, Taika Waititi. Um, and Ryan Coogler really tried with Black Panther, and I appreciate what Ryan Coogler was trying to do. And then had to make a Marvel movie. <laughs> um, I, but yeah. I mean, some of the things that I liked, um, one, just the character, I felt like I got a sense of, of Sean. I like that he, he and Katie were friends and they were just kind of like losers yeah, in their twenties, just living their best life yeah, and having fun, um, which is so antithetical to what the... You so often did. The, um... Well, and 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 in Sean's background, mm-hmm. I mean this being criminal mastermind father. They and he's been trained to be an assassin since he was seven yeah. years old. So there was some of that levity mm-hmm. that worked, um, mm-hmm. which has been hit or miss in a lot, a of, lot of Marvel <laughs> movies, where the the moments of levity just don't fall work. Flat. Uh, I liked. The fight sequences were using a different fight language mm-hmm. than um, the other. Than the standard Marvel template. Yeah, and I don't know. I mean, it was... it To me, they were pulling from, like, Asian cinema. Yeah, like, like the wuxia. Um, yeah, I felt, especially in... Um, that one of the first scene between, I can't even remember. There, the guy with ten rings, the father with ten rings, <laughs> the guy with the ten rings, this father with ten rings. When he meets um, his future wife in the yeah. garden and the entrance to 
is it Talo is the magical village. I think that's what it was called, yes. Um, that fight was very, like, Crouching mm-hmm. Tiger yeah. and Dragon reference. Yeah. Also, um, I just, like, all of these references just made me want to go watch, like, an actual Chinese or Hong Kong, like, action film. Well, the, the, the bus scene and the scene, the fight scene in the bus and the one of the scaffolding reminds yes. me of Jackie Chan. Yes. Yes. Um, possibly because I've seen Jackie Chan do bus stuff. Yeah. I mean, police story was... Um, with, yeah, a big bus fight scene. And then in one of the rush hours, he does a yeah. scaffolding. Um, yeah. Scaffolding. I mean, yeah, yeah, no, I, I definitely see that as an influence, or at least as a as a shared language. And both of those fight sequences were really good. Yeah, they were better ones. Which is why the last one, when it was him and his dad in a blank, empty field, <laughs> punching each other. With basically, like, the same superpowers. Yeah. It was real boring. It was. It was boring. Because <laughs> we have to have a mirror image supervillain. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I agree. I, I think I think the bus fight sequence was really fun. I think that worked really well. Mm-hmm. Um, and gotta say, Aquafina was great. A good comic, really. Yeah, I really liked it. I felt her archery subplot was clearly shoehorned in. Yeah, I felt so shoehorned in. <laughs> Um, in in not a good way, but she carried it fine. The third act was boring. Oh, the third act was so boring. So maybe not, maybe under Black Panther. Oh yeah, I think, but better than some of the Marvel things that we've seen recently. Captain Marvel, mm-hmm. the last two Avengers. Mm-hmm. The TV shows, mm-hmm. except for Hawkeye. Except like, for Hawkeye. I like, I like Hawkeye. I like Hawkeye. Hawkeye almost had episodes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, but its its fight scenes did often tell a story. Yes, yes. In Hawkeye. Um, yeah. Okay. There, there was a dragon. An yeah. evil dragon. Yeah. Uh, the other one wasn't a dragon it kind of you're right it kind of looked like a the whole thing was just boring two giant dragons fighting being boring is bad filmmaking and his father fight and 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 it's boring and And i have no sense of what the rings do or how they work or part of what we don't know about the legend that we know of the part of the legend where shang chi's father has had them for over a thousand years mm-hmm. and make him immortal immortal that's and, neat uh, very powerful mm-hmm. um and but we don't know where he got him we don't know what what they do what powers they give him besides they make him hit things hard yeah he can hit things hard and turn them into like energy whips um yeah um where he found them? What? No, that's going to come back in the sequel. We got to come back for answers. Um, and and to be fair, like it's it was for the titular superhero being like the Ten Rings, which is not actually a superhero. It was such a boring, underdeveloped set of powers. 
um, which I think is also the Captain Marvel problem. Mm-hmm. Um, Captain Marvel is Superman in terms of power, and it's hard to make that interesting. <laughs> Captain Marvel has is unstoppable. Uh-huh. She's invincible and mega powerful, and that's great and boring. Um, I recognized Ronnie Chang. That was that was clever of me. Yes, you did play the game where you recognized. Yeah. Um. Someone. I had a thought. Oh. Um. I was a little annoyed that it was very patriarchal and the handing down of the rings <laughs> to the firstborn. Son. I mean, he was the oldest, too, but yeah. I, I was secretly kind of hoping they were going to do what they did in DC's Legends of Tomorrow, where Zari and uh, Behad they share? Uh, share their totem. Yeah. Um, and they you both... have ten rings. You can sh- pass them around. <laughs> like, I thought maybe they would, like, split the rings between Chung-Chi and had her She had sister. her rope arrow thing that had no magical powers. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I thought she just got the short end yeah. of the stick. I mean, except for the criminal enterprise. That oh, she I mean, runs. apparently that's the direction she's going to go is going to be the next crime lord, like the her father. Rings. Yeah. So maybe it's good that she didn't get five of the rings. Probably. Um, yeah, the lesson she learned was don't unleash the evil dragon, not don't be a criminal mastermind. Yeah. Yeah. Which is fair. The all of the supernatural stuff felt very tacked on, like the magical forest and the village, and they have dragon scale weapons. And for a movie that started out in a very like sort of grounded space, it did get into. It I, it got into a very CGI heavy dragon fight that was like I could see that being done well where it's the sort of you know almost like the Jurassic Park moment of like I can't believe I'm looking at dinosaurs, mm-hmm. uh, but it wasn't that it was just subpar uh, Michael Bay fight space fight. And was Sean controlling the dragon? Or was he just riding the dragon? We don't know. It's never explained. The dragon eats souls. No, the bad dragon. The bad dragon eats souls. Sorry. The good dragon. The good dragon fights the bad dragon. Yeah. And when Shang-Chi uses the rings, they're gold instead of blue. They go with his outfit. Yeah. The red and gold. They gave him superhero outfits. Yep. With no reason or explanation other than your mom made these for you. (laughs) And they fit perfectly the size you are now. (laughs) Also, um, like I know the Marvel Cinematic Universe likes to pretend Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. doesn't exist. But it's kind of funny to have Ming-Na Wen now. No? No, it's, it's fair because we've been watching the book of Boba Fett and Ming-Na Wen is in the book of Boba oh. Fett, which is Star Wars, not Marvel. I think you're thinking of Michelle Yao. I'm thinking of Michelle Yao. Oh, man. Yao. I think it's Yao. Yao. Which, give me more of her. I love her. Oh, yeah. 
Give me I Michelle Yeoh. Give me a Michelle Yeoh. Yo, it is Yo. I'm looking it up right now. Ming Na Wen crossover. <laughs> Just pair them up. Yeah. Put a TV show together. They fight crime. There, yeah. you did it. Yeah. One's got magic. One's good at kicking. They fight crime. The mm-hmm. end. Yeah, Michelle Yo. Okay, which one of them was in Crouching Tiger? Michelle Yeoh was in Crouching Tiger. Because she's um, either Chinese or Hong Kong. She is Malaysian. Malaysia. She rose to fame in 1990s Hong Kong action That's films. That's what I'm thinking of. Yes. Hong Kong action films. Yeah. Whereas like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Ming-Na Wen has been in the U.S. A long, I don't know if she was US born, born or but... an immigrant, but... She's on ER. Yeah, no, she's been she's been in the U.S. for a number of years. Uh, she is American. Yeah. Yeah, I, they don't even look alike. That was just me being bad at the game. Wow, you're not you're not great at. I'm not. Noticing, but it feels people. particularly racist when I do it. <laughs> like the two yeah. big name female action Asian I get stars. It, but we've been watching Star Wars. <laughs> we've been watching a lot of Boba Fett, and which does have Ming Na Wen in it. Yeah, and at this point, Star Wars and Marvel movies are, are the same. Basically, the same thing. They're the same. They're All of the same. same. So, oh, it's so um, factory. We got to watch so. a good movie next. We can we can do that. Yeah, we get, we're getting through our Marvel backlog. Yeah, we still have two Spider Men to go. Three. We got three Spider Men to go. Well, we have to until we can watch the latest the Spider-Man. third <laughs> Tom Holland yeah. Spider Man. Yeah. So that's that's the rest of the Marvel movies plus Eternals. Yeah, eventually. Which... Not super excited. I'm sure there's a new Marvel show coming out soon too. I don't know. I forgot Hawkeye was coming out till it existed. Yep, yeah, it's just surprise. Things pop up yeah. on Disney Plus, and you're like, "Oh, yeah, I guess I, I, guess watch I have this to now. watch this new Star Wars slash Marvel thing that <laughs> happened." Yeah, how did Star Wars and Marvel movies become the same? <laughs> I like The Mandalorian, though. I did too. I, I really liked The Mandalorian. I thought it was it was a really good departure from a lot of these things. I have not felt quite the same about Boba Fett. Uh, any other big thoughts? Uh, I don't think so, but we made a whole episode on two Marvel, on two movies. Marvel movies with similar problems. Yeah. And not much to say. Uh, you want to tell them about our Patreon? We haven't, we haven't oh my God, had a it's podcast been so in long so long. Since we did a podcast, I don't remember... Uh, so we have a Patreon. It's yeah. patreon.com slash five degrees. Yeah. It's monthly support on a per episode basis. So it's not uh, really monthly. So it's not monthly. <laughs> I haven't done this in like That's fine. two or three months. It's fine. Uh, you can put a monthly cap. You can put it. a monthly cap. So if we do 40 episodes, which right now we're going about <laughs> one, one every, every month. three months, uh, you, can, you can say no. Yeah, I don't, yeah, it was pre-Christmas at least that we did our last yeah, podcast. It's been, it's been busy. Also, we had to watch all of the Spider-Man movies, and yeah. that's taken us a while to get through Yeah, um, all of those so we could watch the latest one, mm-hmm. which we haven't yet. Uh-oh. Uh, 
um, yeah. This is Patreon. You can support us. There's two perks. Two perks. One is you get to see the list of movies we didn't watch, because Kevin always gives me a list of five or so um, that I can choose from. Mm-hmm. And the second perk is you get the super, super unedited versions, where from the moment we turn on the mic to the moment we turn it off, so you can hear us talk to our cat. Who is scratching at the door right now? Yeah, she to would really like to get go out. out of the room. She scratched at the door earlier to get in, so yeah, you know. Yeah. So you can't have it both ways, Kitty. Sorry. Um, and we have a website. Yep. It's five degrees dot us. Five degrees between dot us. Five degrees between dot us. Oh, that's a lot of practice. Yeah. Uh, does that cover everything? Uh, rate us on your favorite podcast app, Podcatcher. We, Tell your friends. Yeah, we just thank you for listening. The show. We have a lot of fun. Just um, I should look into seeing if, if we can take our podcast off of Spotify. I bet we can. To protest. I don't know. All the cool kids are taking their music off I Spotify. It was just Neil Young. Are there other artists? That are so far, it's just Neil Young. Are there other people? No, uh, Joni Mitchell actually just took hers off mm. for the same reason. So, you know, all the cool kids. Yeah, those are some cool kids. Yeah. I guess. I don't know if kids is the right word anymore, but they're definitely cool. Yeah. Um, but they're yeah. famous. We, we are currently on Spotify as well as every other podcast app because podcasts run on RSS and you just grab the feed to end. Yeah. That's all I got. Oh, so I think that's that's everything. All maybe right. we'll be back in three months. Maybe. Or maybe yeah. sooner. Who knows? We don't. We don't have a release schedule. We've been having some snow days, so we've been watching some extra movies. Yeah, it's been fun. Snow days. All right, we'll say goodnight, Amy. Goodnight, Amy.